Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 151 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Dusty here. Hope everyone is having a wonderful week, a wonderful start to your new year. Um, if I sound a little rough today, I do apologize. Um, it should sound a little better on the interview, um, but I'm a little under the weather today, so I do apologize for that. Uh, would like to give a huge shout out and thank you to TubeBuddy, the primary sponsor of the show as always. Um, just this week, I changed one of my links URLs to one of my social profile pages to make it more brand, uh, you know, I guess you would say brand centric around my name. And I Instead of having to go backwards on 750 plus videos on YouTube and change them individually through TubeBuddy's bulk edit tools, it just made it literally within 10 minutes. That link was changed to the new link just like that. And that's just one of the many features that TubeBuddy offers. So click the link in the description. Go check them out. I promise you will not regret it. Um, since I don't feel very well today, I'm not going to drag this intro on that long. I do want to say thank you, as always, for listening to the show. Don't forget to leave us a review over on iTunes. I'll give you a shout out on one of the upcoming episodes if you do so. Um, also, uh, if you haven't subscribed already, hit that subscribe button because we're going to have interviews all throughout the week. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a little sneak peek of something that I am, I'm working on. Um, I am starting a new podcast uh, all about Twitch streaming, and it's going to be very, very similar to this show, uh, but it's going to be called Twitch Chats, plural, um, and it's going to be basically where I interview Twitch streamers and talk with them about their journey on the platform, and realistically, it's for me to learn a lot myself as well, because it's a platform that that I'm definitely interested in as well, so if that's something that interests you, definitely stick around, keep your ears peeled, as I will be announcing dates for that show release as well. Not sure it's going to be a weekly show, maybe a bi-weekly show, but I'm really excited about getting that one off the ground. Don't forget, if you want access to our YouTube Creators Hub Discord, where you can talk YouTube show all throughout the week, share your videos, let people review your channels, uh, go and uh, click that Patreon link in the description of this podcast here, uh, you know, throw us a couple of dollars there, help us keep the lights on, the mics hot, and uh, we would really appreciate it. All right, guys, without any further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's conversation. Man, am I excited for this one. I am joined today uh, by Jimmy from the Chaos YouTube channel. Uh, Jimmy has amassed over 2.6 million subscribers. Also, not only that, he's amassed over 677 million video views. And so he has been knocking this stuff out for eight years now over on his YouTube channel. It's Chaos, C-H-A-O-S. Jimmy, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. All right. So let's kind of, let's kind of start from the beginning. Um, so eight years ago, you hadn't had anything to do with YouTube yet, but what made you start a channel and what's the history behind chaos and the, the content that you create today? Okay. So uh, I've told this story uh, a few times and it, it, it's, it's actually a pretty good one. So uh, I was into Call of Duty and we had a real life group of friends that we made our own little team. We were playing on game battles. We were doing ladder stuff like that, Modern Warfare 2. And I was running a uh, Papa John's pizza, uh, pizza place. And uh, we were closing one night and I was closing down the store. And uh, we had a bit of a uh, 
slow moment. So I got on the computer and I was on YouTube and I was looking for tips and tricks on strategies for our Call of Duty team. And I came across a channel called uh, Hutch and he was doing Modern Warfare 2 uh, uh, gameplay commentaries. And he was using a, a rock band mic and I, I watched it and I, I was like, I can do this. This is this is easy. So I went and got a Dazzle capture card. And if anybody remembers the Dazzle, you're truly an OG. And uh, I got a mic, Logitech mic for $10. And that is when the channel was was born. I mean, that's 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 what started it right there. And so it started by just you doing like tips and trick videos for for Call of Duty. And then you kind of did some gameplay stuff. And then now you have kind of transitioned into a little bit of everything. So maybe talk about the growth and the transition of the channel, because I, I have a lot of different creators on on the show all different sizes small medium and large and obviously you're categorized uh, in my eyes as one of the larger creators and so now that you have millions of subscribers and hundreds of millions of video views uh, talk about the growth of the channel and kind of maybe some transitional phases that you had to face as the channel grew well it, it was a wild ride all the way through I mean there is no uh... There is no traditional timeline of, of any YouTuber as they grow their channel. I, tr I truly feel every every route, every journey is pretty unique. So, yeah, I started off with Call of Duty, uh, started doing gameplay commentaries, did that for a long time. That's where I built probably the first million subscriber base on the channel. I would say four to five years, it was just straight I mean, 99% Call of Duty. There may have been a real-life blog mixed in here or there, but it was it was mostly Call of Duty. And then it got to a point with that where when you're doing this full-time, you, uh, you really have to look at it from different angles, and you have to be able to pivot. So it came to a point where I was like, well, what happens if Call of Duty is not popular anymore? Mm -hmm. I, I have all my eggs in one basket, and uh, that's that's probably not a good thing. So at that point... I started to transition and add other things. Gaming top tens became very prevalent with the channel. And from there, I've just kind of pivoted when I need to. And when something fun comes up or something that's exciting for everybody, like getting into Fortnite and doing more gaming top tens. So now it's more of a mixed bag of different content as opposed to the very beginning when it was solely predicated on, on Call of Duty. And so now you do more general gaming content to where Absolutely. you know you had the top 10 so let's talk about a normal video that you do now you've been doing this eight eight years now i ask you off air you're doing this full-time obviously with the scale of the channel that you have what does a normal video look like for you because uh, you know as with most people in the gaming niche you know this you, you you've got to continue pumping out content at a in, at an insane pace and so what does a, a video production look like for you now if you're doing a top 10 or uh, some of the recent videos that you've done this month or this week what, what does that process look like for you, Jimmy? I mean, for a for a top 10, I would say that's the most consistent content on the channel. There's usually at least one of those that goes up a day, and it could be anything uh, in the gaming sector. I mean, it, it could be, I'm just, I'm sitting here looking at videos that I'm going to be uh, working on for this week, and you could have 10 major differences in PC versus console gaming. That's a good one to get the, the whole console PC war going um 10 best survival horror games that are coming out in 2019 so i mean it, it can encompass basically anything to do with gaming but you can also get into some really cool unique list video ideas like 10 game 10 game sounds that scared all of us as kids or something and you can mm. really dive into 
the just you could get really deep on different gaming history and uh, stuff that not everybody talks about anymore. So you can pull up nostalgic factors. I like to hit nostalgic notes when I can in in gaming top tens because you always get people in the comment section or they'll tweet at me and they'll be like. I forgot about that game, but I watched that top 10 and uh, I remember it now. And then they'll talk about their memories they had with it. So it's really broad based. It could literally be anything that has to do with gaming current, past, or it could be uh, having to do with gaming in the future. Updates or things that are coming, games that are looking forward to, best, fails. I mean, just it, it's really a broad, broad stroke. So being a YouTuber myself, Jimmy, who basically I've built my channel around tutorial and how-to content. So basically my channel, you know, anytime during the week I could have a tutorial on one piece of software and then the next day have a tutorial on something completely different. So I built my channel around, you know, as you know, evergreen content, content that has a very long tail. What does the, what is the evergreen, uh, I guess, uh, what is the... I guess you'd say lifespan of one of those top 10 videos. Like, let's say you do one and a year later or a couple of years later, are they still, you know, tallying a couple of views here and there? Like, what's the what's the the duration of one of these videos? And, and are you still, you know, getting, I guess you'd say, benefit from them months and even years later? Absolutely. Um, top 10s are, uh, they are very, very good when it comes to long tail. And that was one of the, when I got into it and started noticing uh, kind of a, a shift in the channel with it. It kind of opened my eyes to, like you said, you do how-to and tutorials, and they can be looked up four years down the road and still be relevant mm -hmm. depending on it. And it's the same with top tens. I mean, if you put up a, a cool list of the top 10 best uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, NES games or whatever, it's still, I mean, it, they don't make NES anymore. So it's still relevant if you put it up in 2014 and then they go see it in 2018, they're like, oh, that's a cool nostalgic list. I'm going to watch it. So yeah, I mean, top tens, gaming top tens, which is what I've done mostly, they they definitely have a long tail benefit to them. So let's talk business for a minute. Um, this is your full-time job, and obviously you can divulge as much as you feel comfortable to here. Um, but let's talk about money for a minute. How, how are you making money? Uh, what, what, are, what are the main sources of income for a channel like yours? I mean, the main the main source is the obvious. It's the it's the YouTube ad revenue. But when you when you build yourself out as a brand, you uh, you can have other opportunities. I have core sponsors that I've been with. I mean, some of them I've been with since I was partnered, and most of them are in the gaming sector. So I mean, uh, that's another revenue stream. Obviously, when you have uh, partnerships with companies that that you can work with on a daily basis and then there's brand integrations i mean there's companies are always looking to to advertise their products or their upcoming games or anything like that so there's a lot of one-off brand integrations that that i do as well okay and so you know you talked about the ad revenue we all know about the adsense and you talked about the um, the working with the different gaming companies. Let's talk about the actual production of an individual video. Um, are you still doing this yourself? Have you hired people to help you produce certain aspects of the videos? What, t what type of production are, is going in one of these videos every time you do it? I do have a team. I have a, a team that helps me come up with the ideas. We, uh, we, we do scripts to a degree, but a lot of it is also impromptu off of me. I really pride myself in uh, being able to do uh, some of the content that we do uh, just in one take 
And I, I like to think I can, I can just be that fluid person. So I always, that's always a challenge and a goal for me to do, but I also have an editor. I have a full-time editor. So yeah, there's a, there, there's a team behind uh, the content that goes up on the channel, because like you said in the beginning, you, you have to be uh, producing content at a very steady rate or they're mm-hmm. going to go watch somebody else. So to produce what I like, I mean, I consider it quality content and informative content, entertaining. I mean, yeah, I have a team that, that helps me. And are you voicing these videos still or do you have? Do absolutely. You, okay. Absolutely. So you voice these videos. Now, let's talk about your history on YouTube, being on YouTube for eight years. What is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on the platform? <laughs> something that I wish somebody would have told me that I wish I would have known up front how much of an actual true grind it, it is hmm. <laughs> because you, you really don't know what you're getting into. If when you, you take a leap of faith and, and go to do this full time, there are peaks and valleys, ups and downs, and you have to be able to weather all that. It is, it is not just somebody sitting behind a computer, putting it, uploading a video and people say, Oh, Oh, that's, that's the easiest thing in the world. There's a lot to it. <laughs> what, what as is it? you know? Yeah, sure. And, and doing this full time, like you do obviously on the side with podcasting and other side hustles, because my channel is nowhere near as large as yours. I can only imagine with, with having to manage a team and do things like you do. Uh, I just brought on uh, a person at the end of last year, uh, Q4, uh, to do some editing for the podcast and for some video like research and whatnot. And just one person, um, has added a whole new element, uh, to, to what I do. Um, Absolutely. T- tell me, tell me about your day. Uh, you, you wake up, what are you doing next? How, how, how does your day go as a creator of a channel this big? I mean, it starts early. Uh, we have kids, so I get up pretty early and get the kids off to school. I'm probably down in my seat uh, in the office by 7:30, and uh, from there it's kind of absorbing what's happening. Um, uh, I have a I have a Twitter the account that I'm really really active on too. It's kind of an extension of of what I do on YouTube and Instagram. So it's coming up with what is going to go up on the YouTube channel, what kind of content, what kind of posts, what what's going on on Twitter, and the same with Instagram. You kind of have to have a pulse what's going on in the gaming world, what news is coming on. There's a lot to it. I mean, you have to soak up and absorb a lot of information every day. And then we'll go into uh, working on the videos for that day or the next day, getting them set up. And I mean, we have, I have some set series. I still do a COD history series that is focused in on the, on the call of duty stuff. So getting those ahead of time, because there's one of those every Wednesday and Sunday. So it's really the race to stay ahead mm-hmm. on, on content. If, if you're, if you're at the point where you're just getting the content done, that's going up in 30 minutes, you're, you're going to be really stressed out. So yeah. it's trying to be very, very, uh, I guess you would say fluid mm-hmm. when it comes to the production and everything. So I got, I got a ton of questions to ask you kind of bouncing around my head because I'm, I'm truly intrigued of a channel of your size. Now, do you ever have companies in the gaming industry contact you and say, hey, listen, this is about to happen, or they kind of tip you off? Like, I assume when you're a channel of your size, you probably have some people taking notice. Every day. Yeah. Yeah, every day there's there's emails in the in the inbox from big companies, small companies, companies you've never heard of. I mean, yeah, that is definitely a, a part of of the job is fielding all of those companies that, that want to do integrations, companies that want you to 
to try out their games or even to the point where I've traveled a lot for this job. A lot of it back in the day was with Activision and, and Call of Duty and going out to early DLC events or early launch events or things like that. So yeah, it's definitely part of it. How many videos do you normally have uh, going on at the same time that, you know, from beginning to end, either you're working on scripting or you're working on post-production, how many could you be juggling at one time? Uh, at one time, I'm just sitting here staring at the desktop right now. I mean, one, two, three, there's right now six to eight. And that's to try to keep the goal of staying two to three days ahead and, and on top of things. But that's just YouTube. I mean, there's a lot of content that goes up on, on Twitter as well. And I, I also live stream two hours a day, five days a week over on my Facebook gaming page as well. So I mean, there's, there's a lot going on. It's, it's a juggling act for sure. Okay. So you're actually live streaming over on Facebook as opposed to say Twitch or YouTube. Talk about that decision and, and why you've decided to go that route. Well, they approached me, said they were going to uh, get in the space and uh, launch Facebook gaming and uh, they wanted to make it a destination for for people for Facebook that were video game fans, and uh, I partnered up with them. So I mean, I'm I'm a Facebook gaming partner, and uh, that's that's why I did it. I mean, I I chose them over the others because it was grassroots and they're just getting started, which means that they're they're putting a lot of attention into detail and they really focus in on the creators. And uh, I've I've worked with the others. I've I've been on the others, but it's a much broader stroke over there now. So I thought it would be cool to see how it was having some more kind of one-on-one uh, attention to to what you're doing and the growth you're doing. And I'm not saying the others don't do that either, but there comes a point where your platform's so big, it's hard to really focus in on everybody. And do you see a fairly good bit of engagement and viewership over on the live streams? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the engagement is amazing. The viewership I, I feel is coming slowly because once again, it's, it's, you're, you're having to uh, teach people, uh, of a different platform as, I mean, most everybody knows Twitch or most everybody knows YouTube, not everybody really knows that Facebook is actually has their own gaming live stream. So once again, it's, it's a grassroots, it's a beginning of what they're doing. So it's, it's not as big, but it's definitely, definitely growing. And the engagement, I mean, the engagement's great, but I, that's, a, that's a testament to, to my kind of fan base, viewership, subscribers, whatever, because whatever I'm doing, I mean, they're over there supporting big time. Sure, yeah, I just know that, you know, I've, I've obviously dabbled and, and have tried to, to, to figure out as far as the whole Twitch situation goes in live streaming, and there's so much that goes into it on YouTube, and then, you know, being interested in video games like we are, obviously Twitch seems like the place to be, but it's really hard to build up a viewership there unless you have one coming from another platform. Absolutely. So there's just so much that, that, that is involved with, with all of that, and so I, that's why I ask you that question. Um what are the tools that you use? Uh, talk about the hardware and software behind the, the the mask there over at the Chaos YouTube channel. Like what? Like looking around your studio. I know over the the six years that I've you know built up my studio here in my house, and I'm not sure if you do it in your house like I do, or if you're I do. You know, off off. Okay, that's great. Um, I'm 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 fairly proud of, of of what I've built, but it's taken a lot of time, a lot of monetary investment, and a lot of support from my wife as well. And so, Absolutely. what um what what do you have around you that 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 help you you know get the job done? I mean, I I have an Ironside uh, uh, PC. I'm sponsored with them. Got a really good uh, core unit. I'm just looking around. I've got uh, two uh, dual monitors and then another 
monitor for gaming. I mean, I've got the consoles. I've I've really I've I've stuck with my my Yeti microphone. I need to upgrade it, but it's just I'm kind of attached to it. I've had it for so long. Definitely could could probably use an upgrade on that. But I mean, other than that, I mean, internally I, I capture a lot of the gameplay. I'm I'm sponsored with Elgato and use their products. So their HD 60 Pro is in my computer for that. I mean, uh, Photoshop for thumbnails. Now, I, here's one thing. I'm very old school when it comes to my editing software, and I get made fun of by my friends all the time for this. I still use solely uh, Sony Vegas, and mm. I get I get, I get, get just torn up by, by people for it, but I'm comfortable with it. I know yeah. it, and uh, that's, that's just what I use. So. Well, be, being a tech nerd myself, uh, I'm not going to give you a, uh, a hard time, <laughs> even though it, it may make me cringe inside. Uh-huh, uh, I'm sure it does. I, you I, can I, say it. It's okay. It's I, I, right. do, I do understand what you were saying because I always tell people on this show, do what makes you comfortable. People ask me all the time, well, how do you process your audio? Your audio sounds so great on your, on your, on your tutorials on your YouTube channel. And I tell them, I'm like, listen, I use Adobe Audition. I have a condenser here. I have a mixer. I have a preamp. I have all this stuff that, you know, over time I've accumulated this stuff, but you really don't need any of that. Get a Blue Yeti USB mic. Get in any type of uh, generic USB mic. Start there. You've got yeah. a great recording device in your pocket, in your phone, and, and you know, do it that way. There's so many ways that the barrier to entry is, is, is really so much smaller than, than what it used to be. Uh, Jimmy, if you could give one piece of advice to an emerging YouTuber, someone wanting to get started, someone growing their channel, what would that piece of advice be? It would be two pieces of advice. Do it. The first one would be uh, the, the most important thing. It, and it, this, this, this is a fact. It's not a piece of advice. This is a fact. I've seen it. I've lived it. Consistency. Hmm. I have seen so many YouTubers fall to the wayside. I'm going to take two weeks off. I'm going to take a couple weeks off. I'm going to take a couple days off. And mm-hmm. channels don't survive that way. There are a special few. Don't get me wrong. There are some that don't follow that and they could take a year off and come back and, and be going. But 99% of your channels, you uh, if you take time off, they're going to go find somebody else. They're going to follow somebody else and they're going to watch their content. So consistency, I haven't missed an upload in eight years. And you can fact check me on that. You can go back on my YouTube channel. There has been a video on my channel every single day since I started. That every, is the most every day, every single day for the last eight years over 4200 videos something like that so you're telling me that you've uploaded that you have not missed a single day in eight years that is correct that's unbelievable 100 percent. why why do you think let me this this question is gonna is gonna sound bad um and so i'm (laughs) trying i'm trying to find a way to to phrase this no just do it do do not to you towards people who are thinking about consistency do you think sometimes consistency can even trump poor content yes okay it explain, explain. I'm, I'm not trying i'm not explain. i'm not i'm not promoting that no i don't i mean neither me either but i'm i'm, I'm trying yes. to to really emphasize the point that you're making that consistency is key and 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 i want you to kind of expound upon that okay well i mean if you look back three or four years ago i'll just go in the call of duty sector okay okay um three or four years ago it was more about the uh, long brought out content as if somebody was doing a montage and they took four months to get their clips and they put it together. Those were, those were celebrated videos. Okay. Those were, you waited for them and then they, they blew up and they did great. And uh, as time went on, it wasn't about that. It was about more of the consistent content, the almost spammy content for some people because people digest so much content 
every single day mm -hmm. when it comes to the platform, a lot of that special content gets swallowed up. And I, that's not a good thing, but that's that's the the reality that we're in. So yeah, I mean, I've seen channels that it's low quality, but they're pumping out the videos on a daily basis and they may get a nod here from an algorithm on YouTube or a recommended section or something just because they're being consistent or they're hitting those notes where they're supposed to, whether it be watch time or longer videos, whatever it may be. So yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, it, it happens. It's not 2013 where somebody spent three months on a video and it's an amazing video that it's probably going to get the credit it deserves. How do you say, how do you stay so consistent? What, what are some pet peeves of yours, some things that you've implemented? Because I'm going to be honest with you, I am flabbergasted that you're telling me, and I'm, I'm not going to fact check you, I believe you, because I'm looking at your channel and I know that you've uploaded, you upload tons of videos every week. Um, what, what do you attest to, to being able to stay so consistent? Is it having that many videos in the can? Is it always to have your, 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 you know, your nose to the grindstone? What do you attest the, the insane amount of consistency to? I don't, I don't take anything for granted. And when this, when I, well, and I also, if I go at something, I go at it 200%. So the first year, year and a half, I didn't make a dime. Hmm. I just, I, I was grinding. I was doing it. I didn't know what was going to come of it. But as soon as I started seeing that, Hey, this can actually be your livelihood. Hey, this can actually be something you can, that you can use to uh, support your family and, uh, do other things in life. As soon as that clicked on the light bulb for me, that's that that's all I needed. I mean, I I don't take things for granted. I'm very humble and I I treat everything as if it could could be gone tomorrow. So that's that's the only motivation I needed was to see that it's something that I can use as a vehicle to uh, better my family's life, my kids' life, my wife's life, and and go on like that. If someone is wanting to start a gaming channel right now, is it possible to grow and have a successful channel? It is possible, but it's not easy. And I would give the advice that don't do it in the with the the notion of becoming a YouTube star. Do it because treat it as a hobby, treat it as something fun. And I was going to give that second recommendation earlier, and it ties into this. If you're going to do it and you get five, ten views a video and five comments, instead of worrying about getting a hundred views or five hundred views, focus on those five comments because five people took time out of their day. Trust sure. me, everybody's days go fast now to actually interact with you. So focus in on the people that are actually there. And it's funny because when I first started my very first video, I called all my family members and I made them go subscribe to, to my channel <laughs> and, and leave comments just so I would have like activity on there. And thinking back on it, it's pretty funny. But yeah, focus in on, on who's there, not the, the amount but the actual tangible people that are connecting with you. Those are the important ones. It's funny you said that. When I released my, the first episode of, of the, the podcast about almost five years ago now, uh, I remember being so nervous. Um, you know, I, in college, I did some amateur radio and whatnot, but I really wanted the podcast to do well. And so I told all my family and all my friends to <laughs> yeah. go to iTunes and leave reviews and at least at least make it look like I'm getting downloads. Same I, here. I think my Same mom's here, the only man. one who really did it. But it's it's funny how bad if you, if you really want it and you're willing to put in the time and you're willing to grind, like you said, um, the the, the what, where, what you can accomplish is endless on this platform it's just amazing that we're able to do this um the last question i want to ask you jimmy is this what is next for the channel like short term and long term like what are you looking to do next for the channel well i just i was talking about those pivots 
at the beginning. And I'm actually in the process of one of those. So 2018 was, it was a predominantly uh, big amount of content that was Fortnite focused on the mm -hmm. channel. Got a lot of growth out of it. Got, I mean, a lot of success from it. But now I'm uh, looking to to pivot off of that. Still some Fortnite content when it comes to top tens and stuff like that. But I'm looking to get it back more to the consistency range of gaming top tens everywhere. And possibly possibly starting to slip in uh, some non-gaming top tens and see if my my audience is open uh, open to those because that opens up an entire another spectrum of of topics and things to to talk about so that's kind of kind of where i'm at but not losing the consistency of what they subscribe to the channel for it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a balancing act sure. i guess you could say now uh, long term like three, four, five years down the road, what are what are your hopes and dreams for the channel? I mean, just the generic, just to to keep growing. People still want to interact with me and and be part of uh, the journey. I, I mean, I don't have hopes and dreams on like what the content's going to be because you. I mean, who knows? Mm. <laughs> I mean, who who knows in any way? But I mean, it would be amazing if it was if it was still going and and I was still able to give my opinions and and talk about different topics in the gaming world and maybe expand out of that. I mean, but once again, I'm, I, I'm, I under, nothing lasts forever. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nothing lasts forever. So um, another piece of advice would be always think about, I mean, plan B, plan C and plan D, especially if you're a YouTuber, Man, because yes. you're at the, you're at the mercy of a whole lot of different factors yes. that you have no control over. I mean, NASA, there's a reason NASA has A, B, C, D, E, F, G when it comes to plans, whenever they launch everything. So always have a backup plan to your backup plan to your backup plan. Man, I, I can, I, that may be one of the most important things you've said I'll show because you, you just never know what YouTube is going to do. And not just YouTube. I mean, any platform, whether it be Twitter Absolutely. or Twitch or Amazon or eBay that you're selling on whatever it is, these people hold your livelihood in their hands and any, any time they tweak an algorithm or they <laughs> tweak a way that subscribers get notified about your videos. I mean, you're talking about, I remember and, and this, I'm going to go off on a tangent here for just 30 seconds. Just kind of mind me here. Um, I, I remember a couple of years ago where I was making a certain amount of money, kind of averaging it out with ads every day. And then the adpocalypse or whatever they want to call it happened. And next thing you know, I'm making a significantly amount of money less. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm so glad I have these other side things already going to where I'm not worried about putting food on the table. And Absolutely. whatever the situation is, if you're a hobbyist as a YouTuber or you're doing full-time like what myself and Jimmy are doing, always have a plan B, C, and D, like he said, because it's critical. And then the the almost opposite happened last year, at the beginning of last year, where all of a sudden the algorithm started picking up my old videos. And for someone who does tutorials like me, it's crucial that those old videos still stand out and they continue to 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 you know, provide you views and income. And for me, there was a huge spike at the beginning of, of last year and, and I'm still on that roller coaster. And so it can end at any moment. And I understand that, but I've also got other things going to where if that does happen, it, it's just, it, it's so scary to think that YouTube can pull the rug right out from under you. And and they can, and, I mean, on a lower, and this is a more consistent rug, but I mean, just look at December to January CPMs. Oh, I mean, <laughs> man. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, no. If it's peaks and valleys, man. Peaks, peaks and, and valleys, valleys, peaks and valleys. Jimmy, thanks so much. Let my audience know where they can get in touch with you. 
I mean, you can the the most active platform for me is by far Twitter. I, I try to reply to as many people as I can on there. So at Chaos X Silencer. And then, of course, the YouTube channel, which is which is Chaos X Silencer. And maybe another time I'll come on and tell you why I have such a dumb name when it comes to that. <laughs> it's a fun story, too. But I, I appreciate you having me on, man. I love it. No, this has been a great conversation. I have a ton more questions I want to ask you, so maybe we'll have a part two sometime soon. Go check them out. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, uh, X Silencer, X, and then the word Silencer over on YouTube. Uh, you're doing such great work over there. All the links will be in the show notes of this week episode and we'll talk to you later you've been listening to the youtube creators podcast we want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show as well as support us on patreon for great perks such as having your youtube channel featured on the show and a link on our website until next time keep uploading those videos